Welcome to Beholder's Eye, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons epic fantasy adventure. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. On the Great Isle, it is a time of religious wars, imperial domination, and an ancient evil reborn. Only one crew can save the world from utter destruction. They are... Magrain Silverbeard, Paladin of St. Eligius. Zalara Tremez, Wandering Elven Monk. Magnar Skogrim, Goliath Sorcerer. Heaven Hits, the Fire Kindled Wandering Flamosopher. All right, so uh, Ben, you want to tell us what happened last time? All right, so we talked to the monstrosity of people, uh, found out that there's a green lo- green robed lady who's controlling some monster, and I guess the monster turned these people into the blob uh, maybe 100 years ago. Um, so we promised to help them any way we could. So we started climbing up to the Anduli switchback, I believe, um, and we made it up there. We saw some dwarves, or was it just one dwarf and other types of people or just a dwarf expedition? edition no it was, it was a, dwarf, a dwarf it was a yeah it was a dwarf and then there were a few other just humanoids of, of different types oh okay so we found some frozen people and as we were <laughs> looting their bodies a chimera attacked us and we started fighting it Zalara jumped off of magnar attacked it and then proceeded to fall off the edge she caught herself and then as she was climbing back up uh she slipped and fell and that's it all right, so uh, we're going to start. Zalara, go ahead and give me a deck save to see if you can save yourself. It's a 14. Okay. And Zalara, you reach out, grip the side of the mountain. Oh, praise the Lord. Think for the second, oh my God, I've got this. I'm safe. And then the mountain gives way and you fall. And we'll cut to the battle up top. Once again, it is your turn, Margraine. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm still by the edge, right? Yeah, you're, you're by the edge. You almost got knocked off. The Chimera is directly in front of you on the ground. Uh, would would Zalara have made any noise falling off the side of a mountain? You wouldn't have heard over the wind. I mean, okay. it, well, give me a perception roll if you want to. Um, okay. It's going to have to be, I mean, you're going to have to DC 20 on this. Okay. No, 10. Um, okay. Historically bad at perception. <laughs> Completely unaware of my friend plummeting to her doom. Um, okay, if he's right in front of me, then I'm going to swing at him with my Warhammer. Um, okay. Uh, does a 21 hit? 21 hits. Uh, 6 damage. All right. Uh, and now I'm going to swing again. Does a 17 hit? 17 hits. Okay, for 11 damage. It's still up. It is. It's not looking great, but it's up. Okay, I'm going to uh, sink one of my Divine Smites in there at level 2 for... That's... I get to roll another d8 as well. (laughs) Uh, 12 damage extra radiant. Okay, so you go ahead and... um, So that's a total of... Oh, I already figured that. So another 12 points on top of that. 27. All right. So this creature is, it's looking ragged, not looking great. Um, it is now your turn, Hibonite. Okay. Uh, I will magic missile at second level. 14 points force damage against it. You go ahead and hit it with your magic missile. Um, the creature is in a ton of pain. It's very clear. It is your turn now, Magnar. Alright, so it's on, like, level ground, right? Yeah, it's on level ground. Basically, it's got, uh, it's facing Margraine, who is up against the cliff's edge. Its back is to you, its back is to Hibonite. Okay. Um, then I will thunder wave. Uh, okay, first one is a 21 to hit. Alright, you So hit. that's 14 damage. Alright. 
plus eight radiant plus five hunter's mark. All right, and you bring your warhammer down, and it cracks the back of the chimera, which screams one more time before falling over and dying. Zalar, uh, you were falling at a high rate of speed. You see um, the mountain up above just become smaller and smaller. The, the cliff's edge, the switchback where your friends are, comes smaller and smaller. You feel your stomach go up into your throat. And for a moment, you reached out, grabbed, thought you were safe. And then think back to your time with Tamika, your time at Tremez. And you hit the ground and suddenly taste the iron taste of blood and everything goes black. Take 43 points of damage. <sighs> Um, well, okay, Slowfall takes that down by 25, and I had seven points left. So I'm at zero, but I'm death saving, I'm guessing. Uh, we'll go ahead and cut back up to the switchback. All right, so we just killed this monster. We just killed this monster. Look over the side. Is Zalara there? Zalara's gone. How far down is the mountain? You guys have spent a whole day climbing it. Uh, Magnar, how much rope do we have? I have 50 foot. I have 50 foot. I have 100 foot. So, from how long we took climbing it, how how far does that get us? Um, so how much is that total? 100, 100 feet of rope? So 200, 200 feet. 200 feet. Okay. Well, um, I mean, you'll... That'll get you about halfway, just that. Halfway? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm the lightest. Magnar, can you uh, lower me down rather quickly and I'll climb the rest of the way? Yes. Okay, I'm going to uh, first, though. When, I... you, when you get to halfway, tug on the rope, put a pitten in, make the rope secure, and then just drop the rest of the way. Yep, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Um, I'm going to use all 20 points of my lay on hands to get me up to 23 hit points. So that if I fall, maybe I can make it. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, rappel down rather quickly. I'll tie myself to the rope. Um, I'm gonna have Magnar lower me down because he's the the strongest. And then when I get halfway, we're gonna tug on it. Um, I'm gonna dig it into the side. I'm gonna try okay. and rappel the rest of the way. Okay. See if I can get there down there as fast as possible. Because if she's dying, it's gah. We got a time limit. All right. Um, go ahead and give me an athletics check. Sure. Uh, thirteen. Okay. Um, yeah, I was gonna say DC ten just to make sure. All right, you're able to get down there quickly. Okay. Um, I'll use my hammer to drive in the the kind of spike pretty deep so that it doesn't budge, and um, I'll I'll signal to Magnar so that like once I've got myself braced, so I can tie the rope off. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a strength check on that, or athletics, whichever one's better, to drive it in. Make sure it's going to be DC. It, it, you're doing this quickly, so um, twenty four. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you got it. No problem. Okay. And I'm going to rappel down the rest of the way um, as fast as possible. All right. Fast as my little uh, halfling legs can take me. Dwarf <laughs> legs can take me. All right. So, Zalara, go ahead. You said it. I heard that. Zalara, give me a, a death saving throw. throw. <laughs> nope. That's failure. What is your name? Hibonite. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> um, it's not much can do. Okay. I, I was going to suggest I go down. So I thought I'd be lighter, but. Okay. There's not, really, there's not really anything I can do, and I can just misty step flip my way down. Okay. That was my idea. Um. So is that what you're doing, or are you just going to wait up there? Uh. No, I'm going to misty step fold myself down. So I would I be able to get down to the bottom in five, four plus one for my two from my heart. So um, six. Yeah, I'll say yes. I, I don't remember the, the actual dimensions, but yeah. Uh, for I'll flavors. flip my way all the way down and drop a uh, one of my health potions into Zalara's mouth. Okay. So well, we'll say you're, you're making your way Magnar. down as this is all happening, uh, Magnar. You're coming down as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me an athletics roll. 19. Okay. Uh, you make it halfway. And Zalara, go ahead and give me a death save. That's an 18. All right. Yes. All right. So um, 
Margraine, you hit first. Hibonite, you you appear just a few seconds later, and then Magnar comes not too far behind. You see Zalara's body, all broken, um, bloody, swollen, laying there in the snow, um, turning it red in the night. Okay, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna dump a cure wounds level two into her. Okay, I'll just sprint over and jam Eight. healing potion. Oh, you can Eight. do that too. Well, Eight. <laughs> mine comes back every day. I know that's oh. what I was thinking. Like, like thematically, when I would do it, but Ryan doesn't yeah. want to for resource reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so, so sh- eight, you're back. Zalara, <sighs> you okay? Uh, no. <laughs> do I look okay? Thank uh, you. you. You get used you, to dying. Yeah, you you look you look worse for wear. Everybody does after they uh they almost die. <laughs> that was quite a fall. I'm I'm glad to see you're all right. That's what I get for jumping at a creature half all the way up the top of the mountain. Should know better. It's okay. The creature's dead. Hey, good job. After the third time, it's fine. You get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Melblum, you know, he's a nice guy. You know, you got somebody looking out for you. He might send you back. So Fair. Thankfully, I, I she doesn't need do it. the same thing you guys did, right? Maybe you I don't got see somebody why not. looking out for you. So, just so <sighs> you guys are aware, I have no beyond first level spells left. Uh-huh. Well, I, I think uh, Zolari might need a rest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, get I, that. Uh, I'm just I could definitely know. use some meditation. Okay. Just in case there's a sudden ambush on us in a minute. Lost a whole day, but that's okay. We're all alive. <laughs> Two days, because we gotta do another one. So. Got climb up another day. That's right. Well, we gotta face another chimera. I'm sure it'd be fine. Yeah. Okay. okay. And um, hey, I'll use now. you know my um my my healer's kits and stuff to uh, bandage up her wounds and everything. Make sure everything's okay. You know, uh, splint whatever needs to be splinted because it has splints in there. So yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so how are you guys going to set this up? I mean, do you have any uh, order you're going for for the night? I'll take first. I think I'm probably the best off. I'm at 23. I'm still at 35. Okay. Just I'll take second hit points. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take third. I'm fine. I'll take the last shift, I guess, if there's a last shift. You, oh, oh, I'll be healed in four hours. It, so. I'll be good. Oh, okay. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you're okay. a 5e man. She sits for four hours and then all of a sudden <laughs> the mountain, the falling off a mountain goes away. <laughs> It's like Skyrim. You just eat a bunch and then you're fine. Right. Let me yeah. shove a hundred potatoes in my mouth. <laughs> or fall out. You lose legs, but you grow them back by resting on a cot. So. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> all right. So, Zalara, as you're meditating, you meditate and you find yourself looking into, it, it seems to be this kind of miasma of different colors. Um, you see some symbols, some runes fly past you. Um, you recognize some of them. They look similar to what you saw on the cover of Hibonite's books. Hmm. And as you're flying through there at higher and higher speed, suddenly it just goes black. And you see a cruciform creature hanging in the air in front of you. Skin is gray. Its eyes are sewn shut. His mouth is hanging open. His tongue lolls out. And you just hear, Zillar! <gasps> You wake up, done with your meditation, fully rested, but you can't help but hear that voice in your head. <laughs> All right, so how you guys um, <laughs> go ahead, and we're gonna have to make those uh, athletics checks again. Um, yeah. So, so just when we're in the camp, I want to do minor illusion for what Kim said at the beginning of the last episode, where everything's looking up after we got visited, just in the exact same time she said it. Uh, 
I can mind illusion other people's voices. It's something oh. Heaven Knight would do. I can create a sound of someone's voice. Oh, so you're creating her voice, saying yeah. things are looking up? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the next well, day you start... Well, we're looking starts... up again, so... <laughs> but it's really chirpy and happy, because that's how she was after the visit from her monk person. Ah, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, go ahead and everybody give me athletics rolls. DC 10 with your equipment. Okay. 24. 8. <laughs> 15. Delara? Uh, sorry. I'm a little disheveled at the moment <laughs> yeah. after dying. Or at least thinking I was dead. Um, That's at 13. I do want to point out we're doing the same thing we did last time. So I'm at the bottom. So if someone falls. Sure. Um, and you guys <laughs> have all your equipment and everything hooked up. You're, I mean, you're purposefully climbing here. Um, so it, basically, it just takes an extra half day because Margraine keeps slipping up there. Um, his his armor is not doing great in this cold weather. And um, when if I see him fall at one, just slip a little bit at one point, the, the minor illusion for that you got to kick the pittens in. I read through what minor illusion does. You're going to see so much more of it because <laughs> it's <laughs> So um, you guys make it back up here. Uh, one thing you noticed uh, right away: <sighs> the uh, chimera's body is gone. Oh, that's fun. fun. I'm, I'm going to be looking at the skies just to make sure like another one doesn't appear as we're proceeding <laughs> forward. Um, okay, go ahead and give me a perception roll. Yeah, my forte. A nine. You don't see anything. <laughs> I think we're safe. <laughs> okay, so I'm assuming you guys make camp here? Yes. Yeah, we're going to have to. Yeah. Away from the edge. Yeah. Okay. All right, so if at episode 29, I wrote we have 39 days left. So we just lost three days, right? Mm-hmm. Is that, is, that, is that about right? That's, yeah, that would be correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah, big Majora's Mask letters, dawn of the 36th day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Quick, we gotta get to the Temple of Time. Okay, um, so uh, Magnar knows which way to lead you guys um, from there on. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and we'll just use those rolls you guys already did with uh, Margraine kind of dragging behind, but you guys, the rest of you, are making your way pretty easily. Um, I could pick him up, carry him on my shoulders. <laughs> it's well, true. He I, weighs like a total of a hundred pounds. Okay, yeah. but the, the um, I mean, you know, the way that'll go from uh, roll. Roll into story is the fact that it's an eight. He's still slowing you down. Is the whole point? Okay. Um, okay. So you guys are making time, but it's just it. it, it you know, you figured it would be like a um, from where you are to where you want to go. Um, you figured it would be about a three day journey. Um, it ends okay. up taking about four days because of uh, good old Margraine. So okay. <laughs> You guys make your way days. toward the western face of Falstaff Peak. It's really uncomfortable at this point in time uh, for everybody but Margaret or Magnar. Um, like I said, it, it, the wind is just nonstop, and the snow feels like little pebbles just being slammed against your skin constantly. Go ahead. How was everyone doing? Miserable, thank you. Being better. I prefer warmer climate. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're used to mountains, right, Hibonite? This man's a bit different tomorrow. Okay. There's a lot less fire. <laughs> Go ahead and give me a perception roll. Just everyone? Just everyone. Everyone. 11. 18. Whoa. What? What? How are you perceptive? <laughs> 19. I don't know. I 21. rolled a 17. 
and Zalara got a 21. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, all right. So, Magnar is leading the way at this point. You're not doing true mountain climbing. It's kind of come to a slight incline, um, and you're able to walk. But uh, he's the one who's not being just beat up by this weather. And Magnar, first thing that you see up ahead, you well, you feel it first. The ground starts shaking. And coming out of the swirling snow, you see a creature that stands stories tall. It's carrying a large axe. And you know this from your time of being in the northern wildlands to be a frost giant. Everyone else sees this, but you also notice that off in the distance, as if built into the mountain, there looks to be a fortress of some kind. Um, it's lit up. You can actually see light coming from the uh, the windows that are there. There are torches that somehow in this weather are lit in front of the front door, in front of the front gate. So you see that beyond. Magnar, all you see is this giant that's coming toward you. You guys all see that as well, but beyond that, um, looks like, you know, um, this, this giant, for the th- three of you who see this place, it almost looks like this giant's walking the perimeter in sort of a guard fashion. Ah. Does Solara know what a frost giant is? Yeah, I mean, they're known. It's one of those folklore things. You guys are going to be aware of a frost giant, um, even if you haven't seen one. He kind of looks like your size, Magnar. (laughs) I think he's a bit bigger. (laughs) Just a touch. The wind, the snow is changing your perspective. He's significantly bigger. You um, see, you see, Zalara, this one, he's big, but very close. He is big, but very far away. Um, so is that a half mansplaining? <laughs> maybe. Or, or maybe just a quote directly out of Father Ted. But anyway. Um, so do I see, or do we see false Falstaff Peak anywhere? Yeah, I mean, you're on the peak. Oh, I think okay. it's the fortress we're looking for. Okay. Um, fortress at the top of the fe- peak that we're looking for. Like, I think, I think that's the. Place. Maybe this is it. Yeah. Well, Ben does not remember what we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your uh, wife. That's all I remember. <laughs> wife, Falstaff Peak. We're at Falstaff <laughs> Peak. There's a fortress. Hopefully, wife is there, huh? We'll go for that. <laughs> Here's hoping. Oh, I was like, hey, it's going to turn to uh, Margaret and say, are you looking to make more friends? Uh, I'm I'm looking to make friends wherever I can. Does he look like a reasonable fellow? Could we talk to him? If you want to go 40 to 50 feet in front of me, I would be safe. Uh, sure, let's go talk to him. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, you know? Do we have to? You want to sneak Should around? Should we just go around? Yeah. This is is this a large place or is it like I mean a place we can sneak around or is it pretty tight? Um, I mean you might be able to just to, I mean because it is it's not like there's trees or anything up here. It's just right. You know I mean there's open. it's open. Yeah, so you could, um, but it would be unlikely, and you would be. I mean you, you you know you're leaving it up to chance. Okay. Let's talk to him. Let's give it a shot. Let's do it. Okay. Right? It worked last time. Uh, hey, you know, all all men can change, and I'm assuming giants are, are men. Never met one, but yeah. Very good. As he's towering over, Mar- Magnar's towering over Margraine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> completely, agree, completely agree with you, man. I'll just stay 30 to 40 feet behind you, just in case things go bad. <laughs> that sounds good. Um, I'll lead up the front then. Okay. Let's do this. So, 
um, as you guys get closer, everybody give me... Do I know anything about Frost Giants? I mean, like, temperament-wise, or... Yes. Uh, well, you know that they are um, a people who are very territorial. Um, they're very proud of their own... You know, they, they weren't part of... Well, yeah, I guess you wouldn't have been either. I was gonna say they weren't part of the whole uh, Theos revolution there. Um, they are very tribal. They're very proud of being Frost Giants and just giants in general. So they've got... Um, that kind of like almost racist quality to them. And then um, they are extremely violent, but they're not stupid, you know. Um, they, okay. they can be reasoned with in the right context. So, so the so. smallest man in the world approaching them <laughs> to say, hey, let's be friends. Uh, do, do, you, do you speak giant at all? Yes. Cool. I, I do. I, I speak giant. That's the only reason I have. I don't, so yeah. Maybe when you should they speak. I mean, realizing that I'll come up, up front with you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. As you so do 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 I get the sense? I mean, do I I guess understand like if they like subservience? Like oh. should I like kind of like be like not kneeled but um deferential like, bowed head to them? Yeah, deferential. Yeah, yeah. They definitely like okay. that. I mean, they're an arrogant people. Okay, I'll I'll relay relay that to. They gotta get along with people like so well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> when, so when we get when we get into 120 feet of them, I will message him through the message spell rather than getting up close and personal with a giant. It okay. seems like a smart idea. <laughs> okay. Um, go ahead and yeah, you guys get within range. Um, you see, he slows down. He pulls out his battle axe. Um, you know, he's not like immediately going to swing at you, but just has it kind of cautiously in his hands. So, what do you say via message? Uh, in giant, I will say, are you accommodating of travelers? You can reply to this message. Please, you need to leave. I can't control it. They make me guard this place. I have no control over this. I don't want to hurt you, but you must leave. So I'll relay that to the group. No control over what? Attacking? Uh, Hibonite, can your magics hide us from his sight? Uh, I can hide myself, but not everyone. I believe. Well, I can hide one of them. Can out of game? Can your like minor illusion do something like that to make oh, him I not can, see well, us? I can cast invisibility on two of us, but minor illusion is just a five foot cube I can make effectively. I can make a hmm. five foot snow wall, and we can try and hide behind it. Oh, <laughs> we we can't kill him. He's here against no. as well. That's not okay. I'm assuming I'll, giants I'll, aren't humanoids, so I'll message him again. What's controlling you? She is the mother. He's being controlled by the mother. The green rope woman? He said the mother, so he didn't mention clothes. You, you can Mrs. ask him. <laughs> Mrs. Does she wear green clothes and hide her face a bit? Yes. Yes. Is she in the castle? I'll uh, Do I see that now? Sorry. Do I see the castle now? Yeah, you would see it at this point okay. as you guys get closer. I'll, I'll message him. Is she accepting of travelers? No, she's the one who's made me do this. Please leave now. He really doesn't want us to go there. Can he turn around and then we go behind him so he doesn't see us? I don't think he has control. And then you hear him, you hear him yell. Um, you see him running towards you. He's been moving this whole time. He's running towards you now with the oh. battle axe in the air. And he's yelling, I don't want to do this. Please don't make me do this. Okay, as soon as he's within 60 feet, I'm going to cast the uh, command spell on him. And um, oh, uh, I'm going to say it's a one word command. Sit. So Sit. Yeah. <laughs> sit. As soon as he's within 60 feet of me, I'm going to burn that and tell him to sit down. Yeah, sit. Okay. This is going to take me looking something up. Okay. Because <laughs> it's a wisdom save. So hopefully frost giants aren't yeah, going to Yeah, I just don't. 
But if he's already being he's... controlled by something, he's it might be. Yeah, how's that going to fight each other? W worth a shot. My other oh, option absolutely. was whole person, but I doubt he's considered humanoid. Right. Yeah. If right. I'm being meta about it. <laughs> okay. So how does that work? Um, what's the spell exactly? A uh, command. You speak a one-word command to a creature you can see within range. The target must must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or follow the command on its next turn. The spell has okay. no effect if it's undead or if wisdom. it doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, it, it takes a few more steps and then sits down um, as you tell it to. And then, hold on. And then we run past it. Run. Yes. <laughs> okay. So it sits down. Um, and I'll pick up Margraine. And you guys are <laughs> running past it. Yeah. As it yeah. sits down, uh, you guys are running past it. And then it, it screams as <laughs> magical energy kind of goes through all of its body in oh. some kind of painful manner. You're not sure what it's doing, but it's being attacked magically without a doubt. Oh, Gaius. Poor guy. Um, oh, I'm sorry. You guys are <laughs> running past. Um, hold on. I'm going to need everybody to go ahead and give me a... i do math here real quick. Um, everybody go ahead and give me an initiative roll. Okay. okay. Reading Poor through that, the command is halt. <laughs> That's okay. a three. Halt. 19. Target doesn't move and takes no actions. Eight. <sighs> okay. So, uh, you guys have made it past, uh, I'm going to say everybody's about 20 feet behind it. Or, tw yeah, 20 feet behind it. It's sitting on the ground just shaking with pain as the magic's going through his body. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, it's the beginning of your turn. What are you doing, Magnar? All right, so so we're behind it, like on the castle side. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, and just to let you know, it's going to take about just, ten rounds to get to the castle. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to have to run because I don't think there's anything else. I don't want to hurt this thing. Um, yeah, I'm just going to run, grab Magnar. Or, <laughs> I grab myself and I, <laughs> I grab myself and I push myself. No, I grab Margraine and so he can keep up. Okay. okay. And yeah, just just heading for forward and looking out for any other frost giants or any other sort of creature protecting this way. Okay. This thing's gonna keep following us, guys. Like it can't not attack us. How are we going? What's gonna happen when we get there? It's just gonna attack us more. I can do this three more times. If we can get in, he can't get in after us. Are you? Can you tell it to sleep? Uh, no, but I can try and cast <laughs> sleep on him. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably got a quite a few hits. Yeah, I'll I let you know. You would know. Metagaming that. Yeah, we <laughs> me metagaming, but also just gaming, gaming, you know, yeah. whatever the equivalent would be in world, you would know that that's... It seems like a bad idea. Highly <laughs> unlikely, yeah. I'm going to continue to command him as we go. Like, if, if whatever's happening to him hurts him, like, I'm not trying to. Like, if we can get in there and kill her or do whatever we need to, right? Yeah. Like, like I, I need him to not kill us so that we can get to the person controlling him. Okay. So, you guys, uh, so what are you doing on your turn, then? You, you're in Margraine's arm. <laughs> you're in Magnar's arm. That would be amazing. That's good fan art, right? There. Yeah, well, yeah, so if anybody you know, wants to do some fan art of us, we've got uh, Magnar holding himself and Margraine holding himself. Um, <laughs> or is Margraine holding Magnar? Yeah, well, like, that would like be even better. Just in the uh, crook of his arm. That's, just that's what I heard, head. so that's what I want to see. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see that. Um... <laughs> Magnar, uh, or Margraine, you are in Magnar's arms. I said that right. Oh, so, by the way, I, I move at 80 since I'm I'm not doing anything right. as an action unless picking Margraine up was my action. Uh, we'll just say that, uh, yeah, we'll hand wave that. So, okay. okay. Um, uh, you've done that. Mar Margraine, what are you doing? You're casting command, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, 
I will cast command again. I will tell him to, since I've actually read the spell now, I will tell him to flee. The target spends its turn moving away from you by the fastest available means. Okay. And that does, uh, that, that is at the beginning of its next turn, correct? Yeah. Okay. At it, on its turn. It, on its turn. It, it, if it fails, it wants to run away from me by whatever's the fastest. So if it has a spell that brings it like 10 miles away, it's going to want to go 10 miles away. Right. Hibonite, it is your turn. So, my brother. <laughs> seeing Magna run away quite fast, I will cast haste on myself and <laughs> bolt 120 feet. So, going 40 feet past him. <laughs> okay. I can do 180 feet a turn while this is active. Nice. Ooh, I love that. I'm the All fastest right. now. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, are, you can move twice as far as me. Yes, I, I guess I'll just keep running with everyone else. That's ninety feet of movement. Wow! So, Magnar, you're still the slowest one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, right. Otherwise, i will be falling twenty feet behind you each that, and that every would, time. That would be me with twenty-five feet if I was actually running. Yep. Um, well, it's like those dogs that are like paddling as their master is carrying them. So that's what Margaret is doing. His feet are still kicking while Magnar has him. I, I, I picture you, you have him up from underneath his arms, you know, and you just have him held yeah. out. He's just, you know, casting oh, spells. got like a special harness that just put like clips to his armor. He's like Yoda. Quick release straps that just drops him off. A special hook. It's a Margaret Bjorn. <laughs> Alright, oh. so, um, alright, you're making that, um, the, the frost giant runs, um, the other way before dropping to its knees as it's screaming in pain again. Mm. Poor guy. Alright. I'm gonna do everything I can help do to help you, buddy. I just need you to not kill me right now. So, are you gonna cast, we'll, we'll just kind of, because you guys are gonna get there, I said in ten rounds, but as fast as you guys are going now, it's gonna be much quicker than that. That's <laughs> if he doesn't look like he's not going to, like, catch up with us in that amount of time. Yeah, it seems pretty much impossible for him to catch up to you guys at this point. Yeah, if he seems like he's gonna catch up with us and he comes within 60 feet, I will tell him to flee again, but if that's not the case, then we're good. Okay, so he is following you, but you guys, but he's, he's you know, a good distance away. Um, so you run up to the front gates, yes? Yep. I think so, yep. yeah. Okay, alright, so you run up to the front gates, um, this fortress is very old, uh, and as you see it, Margraine, you do remember that one of the things from that dwarven history um, that you recall and something that clicked in your mind is that uh, that guy that you saw who had been dead out there on the switchback it may have been Falstaff himself, and that's what you oh, couldn't remember previously. Okay. Um, one of the things from his stories was when he first climbed this peak, he'd come across a fortress in the mountainside. He said it was extremely ornate, filled with people. And, um, you know, they had great food, great decorations. It was one of the greatest places he had ever been on Earth. And he had left to tell people about it, but could never find it again. And he had eventually just disappeared one time when he was traveling up the peak. Um, Got it. I'll relay that to everybody. Um, yeah, I'll talk to you about that. Well, looks like we found it. Yeah, doesn't look like cool. there are many people. 
So are there, there's no guards at this. There's castle? no guards. Hmm. It just, just any lights giant. in the any sort of windows. Portals, yeah, there whatever. there are. They're all um, you know at least a story above. So, okay. um, but you know the the door is ornate, inlaid with gold, um, and it looks as though it, it's kept very uh, you know it, it's kept well. It's it's not discarded or, or forgotten about by any means. Obviously, the torches on are, are on either side, and as you get close to it, there's kind of a heat that comes off the door, not in an unpleasant sense, but more like you feel like the door's heated so it doesn't freeze over. Smart. Okay. I guess we gotta try and open it before he gets here. Get inside. Yeah. Yeah, the, is the thing still coming towards us? Oh, yeah. The frost giant? Okay. I guess we don't have time to knock. Yes. And I push the door open if I can. All right. Um, you try and push the door open and then from the door you hear, hey, hey, what are you doing? Uh, l- l- let us in. He's trying to kill us. I can't do that. Is it the door talking or someone talking through the door? <laughs> Give me a perception roll. <laughs> That's an eight. <laughs> You're pretty sure there's somebody on the, the other side talking to you. <laughs> pretty please. <laughs> what? No, not we're pretty the, we're, please. We're the new cleaners. <laughs> You're the new cleaners? Yeah, we were hired. Give me a deception roll. <laughs> a plus seven. <laughs> a 16. <laughs> No, they're not any. They're not supposed to be we, cleaners. No, we don't need cleaners. We got prestidigitation sure? flying all over this place. This place hasn't <laughs> seen dust in I don't know long time. You're fine. Like if you don't open the door, that giant is going to break through this place. No, he's not. He's going to protect this place. He's, he's going to break through you. You'll be dead. That'll suck for you. But no. Yeah, hang but, on. but if we're against the door, breaking through us will break the door. He's not going to be able to hurt me. I, I'm going to uh, channel divinity for uh, emissary of peace for a plus five to my persuasion roll. Okay. Uh, you let us in now, and we'll talk about this later when we're not dead. I'm gonna... Uh, 21, so 26. <laughs> Do you know? All right, all right. Yeah, sure, come on in. And the doors, it's two doors, they swing in and open, Yikes. and you all are... That was a uh, DC 25. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. If any time there was me to actually roll properly, <sighs> it was now. Oh, Good job. Thank you. He actually got to talk to somebody. That's good. And it worked. It worked for once. (laughs) It it was a door, literally. But hey, Hey. Margaret, you can talk to doors. Hey. All right. Okay. Getting past doors is a very valuable D&D skill. Okay. You're not wrong. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. If you can convince a door, it's better than knock. Um, So you guys walk inside and you see a um, very elaborate, I mean, it looks like a kind of an interest to a a castle. the the floors are all stone. It's, it's built entirely out of stone, but very ornate, um, and it's of a design that none of you are really familiar with at all. Um, but it's it's very elaborate. And as you come in, you see a gnome dressed in green robes coming up to you. Who are you? How did you get in here? Uh, we have room service. <laughs> I'm Margraine Silverbeard. The door let us in. I think. Oh, he did, did he? Yes. Hmm. That's not good. Must be something wrong with her spell. Must be something wrong with so, her spell. Said something about extinguished guests of extinguished guests the, of the mother. What? No. <laughs> Distinguished. Go ahead. Distinguished. And, go ahead and give me a deception roll. It's twelve. No, no, I, no, 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 no. Uh, Koldana would not have uh, brought you here. I cannot see oh. any. Well, what the name was that? Koldana. Does that name sound familiar? Nope. Koldana. Okay. Um, um, actually, since... give me a give me a religion roll there, Margaret. 
Okay, I will. A 23. Okay, so yes, you would know that Mother Coldona is a name um, from the Order of St. Crowley. She is one of the highest ranking uh, members of that order, right under the Archbishop himself. Um, well, we're, we need to speak to Mother Coldona. I am a paladin of Theos myself, as you can see. I'm from the Order of St. Eligius. You mm. want to let us pass? We need to talk to her right now. And since my thing is still uh, going for 10 minutes, I'm going to try and persuade him to let us pass. Uh, 17? I don't know. All right. All right. Yeah, I guess since you're another member of the order, a different order, lesser order, or any of you, any of you practitioners of the arcane arts. Nope. Not me. Hmm. Hmm. Unless the divine counts. No. Hmm. All right. Well, go ahead. You'll want to come with me. What are your names? Oh, it doesn't matter. Who cares? You can't practice. You're not one of them. It doesn't matter at all. Just follow me. Follow me. Okay. I I like how I'm persuading everybody from Magnar's arms. That's really nice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she just comes in with the palace in his arms. <laughs> you are to let me by now, sir. Um, <laughs> that'd, be pr- that'd be pretty That's awesome. Bad. I'll just like <laughs> Margaret in a baby carry on my <laughs> convincing people. To- <laughs> it's Master Blaster fantasy version. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> D&D is a fun game, y'all. So... <sighs> The gnome, um, he pulls out a book and is reading it as he's leading you guys down uh, kind of a a labyrinthian hallway. He brings you to a very, you'd expect maybe something a little bit more ornate, but it is kind of a a bland cell door. Um, And by cell, I just mean like a a monk cell. Um, Okay. Another prison then. Right. He said, all right, I, I, I think she's in there. Thank you. You've yeah. been very helpful. Yes. I'm assuming I'm walking walks at away. this point. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll set you down. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Puts him down, pats his head. <laughs> now, now, you stay close, okay? Don't get too far. You know, can't, can't all protect each other if you run away. <laughs> all right. So, what do you guys do? Oh, I didn't oh. know what we were going to do once we got here, Magnar. But uh, should we try talking to her? It, is that guy still near us? He walked off. Okay. Murderfest? We, what's that? Murderfest? They seem to be bad people. Murderfest. Green robes? They're probably witch hunters. I, I don't actually know anything, but they have my wife. Yes, if they have your wife, we, we need her back. My my only problem is is that this is the, the Order of St. Crowley. They're, they're more followers of Theos. They're, they're, they're cut from the But same if they're cloth. kidnapping people, does it matter? I don't agree with it. We, we we need to we need to rectify this, but I think we need to proceed carefully, right? Not do we need to well, kill people to get out of here? I hope not. At the I very will. least, we do need to figure out where Magnar's wife is being held. So perhaps we can talk at least that long and to get a, a feel for um, how they've been treated, and then we can decide. Or they attack us and we kill them all. Whatever. Uh, talking can't help. It can't hurt, right? <laughs> can't help. <laughs> In our experience, that is the case. But I, I will lay off the magic as much as I can. I, I would say keep it under perhaps, tight wraps at the night. You don't want to. Yeah. Perhaps you should carry one of my swords so it looks I, like. I have my quarter star. Okay. He takes a quarter star out of his, off his back that he's never used. <laughs> That's why I asked. Like, can't even use it properly. It's just, like off to the side and not really supporting him. <laughs> well, it's like, what is this thing? Well, I guess, I guess we'll talk to her. Should we? Right? Yeah. Do you think we should talk or look through them? This place. We've got free reign. There's nobody here. 
we're at the door where he thinks she is. Oh, it could be a trap missile and it's kill us or imprison us. Do you want to find your wife and I'll talk to her? Don't think she'll kill me outright. I'm another I'm a paladin of Theos. If she created that monstrosity, or she could control that monstrosity that created the monstrosity. I mean, um, <laughs> sorry, Magna, would you like Didn't think one that hour through. of free reign around the place? No almost no consequences. Of course. Then I will walk up to him and making sure there's no one around us, cast invisibility on him. <laughs> All right. Okay, so you cast invisibility. Wait, where did Do Magnar I go? Do I see myself? <laughs> uh, Magnar, move silently, move swift. Don't let anybody find you. Will do. Tie her up as long <laughs> as we can. Just remember you only have one hour. I look at my watch and realize it's a fantasy world. I don't have one. And Magnar probably just remember, read a watch start, if he needed to anyway. I start counting. One, two. <laughs> Hair past freckle. Hair past freckle, it runs out. All right. Okay. So I'm going to go somewhere else, like start looking through doors and whatever. So You said you could do okay. that twice, right, Hibonite? If well, I can use it a few more times, if I cast it at a higher level, which I would like to know beforehand, I can do it on two creatures at the same time. Do you want to do it on Talara as well? Is it okay right. with the GM if we retcon I just use a higher level spell slot instead of two separate spells? Sure, yeah, we can do that. Right? Like, I don't want to send him off by himself in case anything happens. Like, the okay. two of us together can handle ourselves. The two of them together can handle themselves. Yeah, Ben did not feel good about that, but Magnar would not have complained because that's what he would want to yeah. do. So, uh, And I'm trying to not get Magnar killed if anybody finds him. Yeah. And Zalara is sneaky. I yeah. am. So T I touch them both on the forehead and two point. Probably don't get me <laughs> on the forehead. Just like jumping up to try and reach. Like, right in the belly. Bone. <laughs> Just. <laughs> okay. So, like, so. His belly bone. <laughs> All right. So um, what are you two doing? Which two? The, uh, the two Magnar and Zalara? Yeah, the invisible two. Let's go this way. And I point and then realize he can't see me pointing. And then I go, let's go to the left. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. You guys head off to the left. Um, and are the two remaining, are you guys going in the door? I think we should talk, right? We're good at talking. Yeah, people love you guys me. are. Yeah, we'll talk. Okay, so you open the door. You see a elderly woman sitting there. She's human, dressed in the green robes. And sitting next to her is a uh, beautiful blonde, very pregnant elf lady. <laughs> <laughs> the older woman says, Do come in. I've been watching you. And we'll call it right there. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening to episode 31 of Beholder's Eye Dorplomacy. Um, I do apologize for any background noise you hear. You may hear uh, my daughter. Uh, she's feeding right now, so I'm trying to do two things at once. Uh, overall, we hope you enjoy the storyline. It's fun breaking into you know these PCs' backstories. Right now, obviously, we're focused a little bit more on Magnar. Um, we really enjoyed this episode. It was a little bit lighter fare, um, and uh, it definitely takes some twists and turns <laughs> as it continues in this storyline. So, hope you guys enjoy that also. If you do enjoy what we do overall, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever podcast app you use. It helps us out immensely. If you leave us five stars and write an actual review, we will read it on the air. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at Beholder's iPod. 
and our website, BeholdersEyeCast.com. You can follow Ryan, who plays Hibonite, at Duff Duff the Third, Ben, who plays Magnar, at Miro 4D2, Kim, who plays Alara, at Mets Girl, and Sam, who plays Margraine, at Samslot 007. Editing performed by Sam Keneary. Music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. All music by Incompetech. Virtues Instrumenti, Obliteration, Thunderbird, Lost Frontier, An Upsetting Thing, Mystic Force, Long Note 2, Curse of the Scarab, and Our Journey Begins, all by Kevin McLeod and Competech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. CreativeCommons.org, forward slash licenses, forward slash Y, forward slash 3.0. All sound effects by Zapsplat.com. Please check the show notes for further details. <laughs>